we certainly wouldn't leave me saying this in the final broadcast. Never. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. TJ, here we are, face to face, about to talk about some food, because that is what we do here on Saturday Omaha. Is this not the case? Yes, and while we are face-to-face, there were no silver spoons involved in this particular uh, outing Nary a sp- due to the, due to the uh, choice of cuisine. Yeah, in fact, um, I'm, I'm going to say I don't even think I used any spoons. I, I'm not even sure if I saw a spoon in this endeavor today. A fork would have been weird enough, let alone a spoon. Indeed, indeed. No, no spoons happened, and no spoons happened precisely at Ray's Wings and Pizza. Now, this is an important uh, designation here. Um, We're about to talk about food from Ray's Wings and Pizza. And if if there's ever an extended cut of this show, my goodness, there's outtakes galore on trying on me trying to get to Ray's Wings and Pizza. But it is a uh, a designation, a, a point of interest, that it just used to be Ray's Wings. And, and they have very recently moved, but not that far uh, within Midtown. Uh, they are currently at 200 South 31st Street, Omaha, Nebraska. Um, Is there some sort of uh, uh, digital code uh, uh, oh. consisting of, uh, of numerals that uh, one might... Uh, one might use to locate such a place. We're one to say, send a letter to raise wings. Oh, like if you wanted to send a uh, letter of congratulations about your your tasty meal. I I do believe there is such a designation, um, known of course as the zip code. Which in this case, I, I have a feeling um, from their old spot to their new spot, it likely hasn't changed because it's all in the same roundy round uh, circle there in Midtown. Which is 68131, TJ, 68131. I would try to read that with a Buffalo, New York accent, but I have no idea what that sounds like, so I'm not even going to attempt it. So, TJ, I think the folks out there, the people, the audience, those that are tuning in or pressing play or streaming or whatever they're doing to hear the melodious voices of Saturday Omaha talking about the Rotunda, they really came here to listen to food. They really did. I can, can you hear the food now? I, I can hear it. But that's as that's as may be. But they're also going to, uh, I feel, come away more importantly, with the sheer joy of being able to say the word rotunda repeatedly. Fair enough. But <laughs> let's get to the food. Indeed. And when one gets to food, one often starts with an appetizer, which is what I am going to start with, TJ. There are a few signature items on the Ray's menu. They have a Ray's R, which is actually a really cool-looking logo. If you stare at it hard enough, you might actually see a buffalo within the R. It's amazing. Um, I went with the pizza logs for a couple of reasons. One, pizza logs sounds interesting. Two... They are, quote, imported directly from Buffalo, New York. Pepperoni cheese rolled into a log. If I were to see these pizza logs elsewhere on another menu, they might say pizza egg rolls because that's kind of what they were. It's like an egg roll type skin, um, very um, a thin roll, more like a, a small spring roll that you might get with your Thai food, about about that size, a little bit longer. I'm going to go for, oh, I don't know, uh, maybe... We talk about science on this show, right? Well, there's some contention on that. Usually it's documentation. Usually it's documentation, but uh, TJ, what uh, what do we need for, for science to be actual science? Well, a control group and repeatable results would be helpful. Sure. Or at the very least, as one Adam Savage from Mythbusters once said, the only difference between screwing around and science is writing it down. And you definitely need some measurements to write down. So I would like to introduce you to, TJ, the Fatterday Caliper. I have the Fatterday Caliper right here. And he means it. I happen to actually have a raised pizza log right here. We're going to do a live measurement on the pizza log so you will know precisely how long this is. Um, sh- should we go? Should we go metric? 
is that way more scientific? And well, I was going to say, if we're doing science, then SI is the way to go. Okay. Um, but, however, uh, we are uh, broadcasting in these United States True. of America. So, Dave, if you could give us both readings oh my. for a uh, an easy mental conversion for those who are just trying to picture it at home. All right, all right. I the, Let's go with, and there is definitely a percentage margin of error due to a few reasons. One is that I do have this within a, uh, a zip-top bag, I believe uh, Alton Brown has been wont to say to avoid any... Uh, name problems um the other reason is so i want to be i'm going to be roughly on here um because you know i might want to eat this at some point so i'm not going to take it out of the bag here but we are going to go for 91 centimeters long is is how long this is that is a live uh measurement 91 centimeters that thing's massive how did you fit it in the house oh oh did i say 91 Oh my goodness. I know, you can't get that thing through the door. <laughs> we we clearly have we have a metric unit problem. My fault, my fault. Um we we are going to go with a a different squeeze here on the This is the first time that this caliper has been used, TJ. My my apologies. My apologies here. Um let us go for with a nice squeeze uh 9 9 centimeters, 90 millimeters. My apologies. We're known ah, we for are. food. I, yes. I, I appreciate that. Yes, we are used to dealing in calories, not calipers. <laughs> well, but I, I appreciate you calling me out live there so that we didn't have... I mean, everyone in town would have ordered these at, at a low price if they were 91 centimeters long. That, that's definitely a, a bring your friends kind of, especially, you know, if you're getting multiples. Well, yeah, you get six that's, to an order. I mean, you'd so, feed an army like, with that. Jiminy Christmas. So okay. that's what I'm saying. Definitely a place to bring your friends. Um, that that was going to be a real hard recommend. Whereas I, now I'm just waiting to find out how they taste. In, indeed, indeed. Well, the uh, un unfortunately, I want to keep the metric and standard units uh, uh, in sync here. So uh, the 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 standard was was much better. Was much better. So with the exception of my my counting of eighths there. But anyway. So yes, well, we uh, <laughs> we try to keep a very high standard here on Saturday, and it's no wonder that we think in imperial units. <laughs> Did you just try to Grand Moff Tarkin me, bro? <laughs> well, at, at that side of the pond, anyway. You may eat one ready, or <laughs> or or possibly somewhere around Connecticut. You know? oh, oh, I see. So you might chortle Some, at these somewhere sides. just a little bit upper crust. Oh. Uh, oh. That was a bad, bad pizza, TJ. Bad, bad. <laughs> that was good. All How right. How was the upper crust on your uh, pizza log, my, Dave? My, my pizza log. <laughs> you may fire one ready. Uh, the pizza log. So, good things. The egg roll outside, super fun, chewy, cooked well. Pepperoni, I appreciate. It's the length of the entire roll, so you didn't get cheated on your pepperoni. The mozzarella for me, and okay, those that haven't listened to the show for a very long time, I'm the salt guy. I tend to like my things a little bit more salty. No, I did not salt these. However, I think the mozzarella cheese, for my personal preference, could have used a little more saltiness to it. It was it was a little more stringy um, and less flavorful maybe than I would like. However, I have a feeling there are people in Buffalo, New York that are seeking this exact flavor combination. And that is why these were brought in and imported from Buffalo, New York, so that people that were transplants or wanted to experience what these are got precisely these. They are fun. For those of you at home, I will say that if Dave considers it slightly undersalted, you will come out about right. If Dave considers it very undersalted, it will probably be undersalted for you as well. Again, Know your reviewer. This has been a Saturday public service announcement. Thank you. They did come with uh, some red marinara dipping sauce, so I think that that uh, would make the dish, um, you know, a decent combination. But uh, yeah, yeah, could have used a little bit more for me. But again, personal preference. So Tej, what'd you get? Well, Dave, I didn't get an appetizer, although some of them look good. I was kind of trying to go for the uh, metaphorical, though not entirely literal, meat and potatoes of the whole thing. Uh, we are, uh, once again, pulling back the curtain on the radio magic here. Well, we do try and get a good 
cross-section of the menu. We're also working on not trying to order the entire menu, as uh, we are wont to do here uh, when we go hard in the paint, as we say, on Saturday Omaha. So I began my meal with uh, some wings. I would want to say extensive sauce list, but since wing places tend to have a whole heck of a lot of sauces these days, I would say a, a medium-sized sauceless let us go for the documentation here and edit this out so that it will be a nice slick transition we certainly wouldn't leave me saying this in the final broadcast never it's an old joke sir but it checks out so the final sauce tally uh when checking through and repeating the count is 18 a fairly long list of sauces i felt uh, three would do so i got what i was hoping would be a good cross-section of things. I got the Buffalo Hot, which near as I can tell is the most standard of the Buffalo types. There is a Buffalo Hot, a Buffalo X Hot, a Buffalo XX Hot, a Buffalo XXX Hot, and a Buffalo Challenge Sauce. So there are many Buffaloes for you to choose from. That's a herd of sauces, man. Quite so. And apropos from Buffalo itself, uh, true to their lineage... I also got the uh, Korean barbecue sauce and one of the rubs, which when I was ordering online, uh, there's much to be said for Ray's online ordering system, the ability to double up on sauces, your wing choices, your uh, standard wet and charred, uh, which I have a secret suspicion that Dave may know something about one of those options. Uh, however, I did notice that some of the the rubs and sauces that I see on the menu on the website were not there, whereas some others were. So the changes in the menu are uh, best experienced from the online ordering area. Good tip. So while I do not see it on this 18 sauce sauce list, I got the uh, the Cajun rub on uh, a set of my wings. So due to the fact that uh, I have been informed behind the scenes that Dave got one type of wings. I'm going to go through all three of mine as a singular item here. Yeah. So the the Buffalo Hot being the most important of the bunch because they are Buffalo wings originally from Buffalo with Buffalo sauce. Once again, a herd of uh, of options here. Herd. That was a shout out to all the restaurant people. I'm missing out on something here. I'm going to have to ask for the secret sauce behind the scenes. So the Buffalo sauce. Um, fairly standard buffalo near as I can tell, uh, not too vinegary, which is very important to me, uh, that I, I know that, uh, that sharp scent and flavor is something you're kind of looking for in a standard buffalo wing. It comes out and hits you. I'm not a big fan of too much vinegar in my sauce. This was a good balance thereof. The wet option on the menu did kind of take on uh, some importance with these. I don't like oversauced wings, especially because they do not travel. These were not. They were nicely tossed. However, that did not leave the little bit of sauce on the bottom of the takeout box. And for me and my wings, a little bit of extra sauce for dipping is kind of important. If I had it to do again, I might order them wet, or to preserve them in travel, I might order an additional side of sauce. However, the flavor on the buffalo sauce was good. They were tossed nicely, and most importantly, uh, both times I went, due to my error, and that is important to note, not Ray's error, my error, the uh, items sat in the boxes a little bit longer than they really should have. However, these wings were still at least slightly crisp. Had they been oversauced, they might not be. So the a, a good fry was in evidence on all wings concerned, especially the Buffalo Hot and the Dry Rub. The Korean barbecue, I'm not entirely convinced there was much Korean in that barbecue. It was mostly a barbecue sauce, a little bit more on the wet side. Still, however, the wings were reasonably crisp. They were nicely fried wings. The last, the Cajun rub, was a fairly simple, about what you'd expect, a lot of, a lot of black pepper, some cayenne in there. Um, I would have been a little bit bored with it. I felt actually a little bit undersalted, as Dave did with his pizza logs. However, uh, not too badly so. 
And as long as you use the, so there's a little bit of condensation in the bottom of the takeout box once it had sat for a while, which kind of liquefied that there rub. And after, the, after uh, introducing the little bit of condensation with rub in it to the wing, uh, that was a, a very nice flavor. I would get a rub again, uh, probably the lemon pepper or the Jamaican jerk, if it would be available, would be a good choice. Most importantly, the, the sauces are about what you would expect. The rubs are about what you would expect. But the fry on the wing, they are, they, they make a claim of being the best. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, are they the best? I don't know that they are. But I also don't know that they're not. They are very well-made wings. So you, you order a wing expecting certain things, and these are a very good version of that. Dave, I saw an eyebrow. Is there a, is there a question or an aside that you wish to impart? Uh, two, two things. One is that you said all wings considered. The, the second thing is, is that uh, I feel, and, and we can get into this in a second, that I, I need like Stacy Winters from the Omaha Food Lovers Group, who is a, a wing aficionado, to, to stop in and relay some wing expertise on all of the different ways you can order a wing. Bone in, boneless, sauced, and dry. All right, rub. so Saturday Omaha here uh, on a special segment we're going to call All Wings Considered. Bone in, boneless, sauced, and dry. Rub. Stacey, thank you for being here. And how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate uh, you having me on this uh, episode. I, I don't know that I would call myself a wing expert, you know, but I am a wing connoisseur, a lover of all things wings. Um, yeah, so I, and, I, you know, I, I've had plenty of them in my life. <laughs> so, so at the very least, uh, maybe uh, not expert, but experienced <laughs> yes, for sure. My son may become a, more of an expert than me at this point. Ah, very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well, I, I appreciate you coming back on. I think this is probably the third time we've had you on the show, uh, maybe even fourth with the... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, OFL uh, vacation in the village, but uh, anyway, so yeah, let's let's get into some wings here. So I'm gonna grab this. We we actually have a all, so, all so, official with your spreadsheet. That's that's right, a spreadsheet here, and uh, we we used an ancient device called a printer on a papyrus, <laughs> other known as otherwise known as paper, uh, but official uh, documentation here. So let's uh, let's. Let's start with um, the first column on our spreadsheet here. All right. Now, I, I took a look, and, and Stacy, feel free to add any other restaurants or modifications you know of, but I I have Tracks, Ray's, Salty Dog, Oscars, Cops, and Tanners, some of, I would say, the most talked about wings around Omaha. For, yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a good, uh, definitely a good list. I think you have a, maybe a few more that, you know, have a different style of wing that we could probably add to this list, too. Excellent. I love it. So our first column here are... Things that make wings crispy. Um, out of our list here, most of them list this as charred. See, tracks, rays, um, cops, tanners, all charred. However, Salty Dog and Oscars have char buff. Now, I would ask you, do you feel that these are one and the same, or are these different preparations? I, I do feel that they're one in the same. I think that they're just uh, a different terminology for the same thing. Um, I mean, you may be able to think that like char buff means that they just slightly char them, I, you know, but I, <laughs> I don't believe that that's the intent. I do think that they are all considered charred. Okay. And by charred, right, that's when you take them after they've been fried and sauce typically and put them on the grill like, a, you know, the, and, and, and char them that way. And that's and actually one of my favorite preparations. I'm not a fan typically of uh, a ton of buffalo sauce. Barbecue, yes. Buffalo and I mm -hmm. get get along best with that chard. It tends to get a little more crispy and I think a little more salty, which I kind of like. Um, so I, I do like that preparation. Okay, so we are good. If you are at most wing places, if you see chard or char buffed, you're safe and that they are probably the same thing. I will say one thing about those styles is that, you know, People that come from outside of Omaha and yeah. come to Omaha, I've heard lots of people say, how come I can't get that in in my city? Uh -huh. So it is fairly regional, uh, that that style, that preparation of cooking wings. Um, I think it's gotten more popular outside of this area. I'm not saying it's Omaha specific, but Omaha, Kansas City. Yeah. I think, you know, we have Tanner's, which is a regional French chain. Sure. And I do, you know, in some conversations with some restaurant owners in this area, I, I you know, I I did learn that 
they were kind of credited with bringing that type of wing to Omaha, even ah. though Oscars definitely popularized it. Over to the, the next column, which is a little bit different. So this is the kind of saucy uh, column here. Some restaurants didn't have an option. I'm sure you could probably ask for extra sauce, but Tracks Oscars Cops have double dipped, Ray's has wet, and Tanner's lists Blair. They don't list wet or double dipped. So... How about a cross-section there? And and if I have these out of order, that's fine, yeah. which is why you're here. So, yeah, obviously the double-dipped, right, means we sauce them, we char them, and then we sauce them again. Aha. So that's kind of the, the double-dip. So you get that, that sauce before you char them. You sauce them so that sauce caramelizes. Ooh, that's that kind of that the charred yes. the caramelization that happened right. on the wing. And then you dip them again because obviously when you char them, they, that sauce dries out a bit on the wing. Right. And so then you dip them again if you like that style of wing. Um, the wet, I think, is probably fairly similar there as far as the, you know, I, I think you would you would probably go at, to Ray's. And, you know, Ray's is actually one of my top places for wings you know i'm yeah. i'm more a tra- traditionalist with wings i'm just like an extra crispy kind of guy that's right. sure and, and uh, spin them in a bowl and serve them um and i think you know wet is kind of the same same logic is that after they've charred them if you want them to be dipped again you could ask them for wet um blair at tanner's it's been a while since i've had those i i actually do i, I did do enjoy those um and i believe the blair wing has a bit of like almost like a teriyaki seasoning to them oh so there's actually a, a flavor component yeah, in yeah, there yeah. versus it's, a preparation yeah, it's, yeah i'm gonna give you a softball one here okay um all flats and all drums. Yeah, know. I mean, obviously you have the the drummies, which are you know the small drumsticks, and the flats, which are I don't even really know. I mean, what do I call a flat besides a flat? I guess right, right. The <laughs> so, the two bone part the of the wing versus where you the have drummy. To, like, twisted, the more difficult piece to you know get a get apart, I suppose. Okay, so now that we got the softball column out of the way, I'm, I'm going to talk about a harder one because we said that double dipped was likely dipped, charred, and dipped again. Mm-hmm. However, tracks has charred and double dipped as an option and Ray's has charred and wet. What on earth? Yeah. So I think that's the kind of as we were talking about charred, right? That's, that's the component. So it is dip, char, dip basically is how that, how that works as far as, as far as I know. So in, in my knowledge of wings. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, um, so you're, you're thinking though on tracks, even though you can order double dipped and then charred and double dipped, um, yes. That's, oh. So, yeah, yeah, the double, I, I don't, that'd be a good question. I don't know this answer, but I don't know that you can order just double dipped because ah, I don't okay. know that it does any good to ask for double dipped. If you're not going to chart them If you're not going to chart them first. I, I, I like yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that makes sense to me. Other, you know, other, you would just have extra, extra saucy at, at that yeah, point. Which, yeah, which you could, which, which I mean is possible. I suppose with Ray's being able to order them wet, wet. maybe maybe extra that wet. gets you there. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All right, okay. Uh, the next column, which I do believe you possibly my, like. My favorite. Your favorite column here, and I definitely like them this way too. Now, um, not all menus that I looked at here had this option, but Salty Dog has extra crispy, and Ray's has crispy slash hard, which I'm assuming is similar. How would you describe that? And do you feel that those are the same? Yeah, I would assume that those are the same. I I, I mean, the, uh, you know, as a Rays fan, I don't recall seeing crispy hard on on their, on their, on their menu, but I always order my wings extra crispy wherever, wherever I go. So the the next one, and this is a salty dog option. And I think they're the only ones I saw Mm -hmm. this was extra dry. How do you see that differing from extra crispy? That's a good question. You know, going to the uh, the extra documentation provided by the Salty Dog, um, extra crispy, they fry the wing for a full 20 minutes to make the skin extra crispy. Now, extra dry is we grill the wings an extra few minutes to completely dry out mm. the skin. So two different uh, cooking preparations. The extra crispy, extra dry, well, they fry them extra long. And they grill them extra long. Extra long. Uh, so uh, a lot of preparations, and for that you may need up to thirty minutes for preparation. Because, so, like Stacy was saying, so are they grilling them first? Because then wouldn't that be char buff? 
That that's a good question. Now here's where it gets dicey on the salty dog menu and why there's so much controversy here on All Wings Considered. Tossed and sauced and finished on the grill. That is what they say their charbuff is. Mm-hmm. Because then they have double dip charbuff as a throwback to earlier, where they take the charbuff wings and retoss them a second time, which is what what you were saying, mm-hmm. Stacy. So that's 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 confirmed there. So good question on the extra dry. If they grill them before or after, that might have to be a, a call in to Salty so, Dog to figure that out. So that that really takes us across our list. So uh, definitely check out the Salty Dog list. And I would say, and and I bet Stacy would probably agree here, is that if you're unsure. Just ask your server or the person you're ordering from, because it is certainly a, uh, a a somewhat of a minefield a little bit going from one location to another. Bone in, boneless, sauced and dry rub. And now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Dave, what did you get and how did it taste? Well, TJ, I just went for a the, the smallest order of bone-in wings, which is five, because I was already going with the pizza logs, and of course I had pizza to go with my pizza logs and wings to go with my pizza and my pizza logs. So, I don't usually like buffalo sauce much. That's just me. Again, it's a preference. That doesn't matter where I am. I'm not a big fan. However, one thing I like, and I, I'm, I'm going to go love, I love a lot, is... A buffalo wing that has been sauced with buffalo sauce and then charred because it takes on a crispy, salty, there it is again, deliciousness that I really, really enjoy. So I went for five wings with the mild buffalo sauce and I got them charred because that's what I wanted. I wanted a charred buffalo wing. The wings were a good size wing. They're nice meaty wing. They did not skimp on the size of these wings. I've gotten some wings where I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty small chicken. But these were not uh, that. They were a good size. They were clearly charred with grill marks on them. They were lightly fried. Uh, Mine, I could have used a little more sauce. However, with a charred wing, there is less sauce. So what I don't know is I might need to get these again and get them charred and wet. And I think that might be where I need to be with these wings. And I might also actually go with the uh, the next up, maybe the Buffalo Hot. This was indeed a mild sauce, but I think I found, I, I think next time I might actually want a little more kick. So I, I am a wing novice uh, at Ray's, so I do need to expand my uh, menu options. I think I would go charred and wet next time with a slightly hotter sauce and i think i would be okay on here and see see how that turns out dave yes. i believe we both had pizza we did which was um, the primary goal because you said in our messaging back and forth on where we should go for our Saturday efforts you're like pizza so i'm like i got you pizza dave how was your pizza? Ah, I'm glad you wondered how my pizza was because that then allows me to tell everyone about pizza. I do like a sweeter sauce quite often, um, or a fresh crushed tomato like you would get on a on a good Neapolitan style pizza. So I, I guess I guess I really like all sauces, but uh, anyway, I do like a good sweet sauce. This is true. Ray's does indeed have a I will say a trending very sweet sauce which i found really enjoyable um the sauce is really good i just got the uh the smaller size i think it's an eight inch if i remember correctly uh pizza pizza sizes for uh for those counting along at home are 8 14 and 16 inches indeed thank you for the uh the statistics there uh i actually went with the uh the meat lovers pizza and just the eight inch because I was eating a lot of other stuff. So this has Ray's pizza sauce, which the fact that it says Ray's pizza sauce kind of makes me happy because that makes me feel like they make it themselves. I'm hoping that is the case because it is tasty and I really like it. And one of the things after having the pizza once before that I was kind of craving again, um, also on this pizza, of course, cheese, because pizza, um, you, you have cheese, uh, mozzarella and pepperoni, sausage, beef, and bacon. I believe on the menu it says something along the lines of bring a shovel. Uh, This pizza was loaded with toppings, and 
I like the uh, the topping combination. It's a classic meat lovers combo here, and definitely very very hearty. Um, Teach. One thing I would like to talk about though is is the crust because this is not a crust from the city, New York, New York. This is Buffalo, New York. And this crust is a little bit different. If you think that you're going to get a large slice and do the the New York City fold on this thing, that is not a great idea. This is a thicker crust. You might be wondering, TJ, how thick is this crust? Well, I'm glad you asked because we're going to bring out yet again the Fatterday Calipers of Science because I happen to have one singular piece of this pizza here right now. And we're going to go for a measurement. But Yes, TJ? But Dave, how do you account for pizza squish? Uh, we are going to lightly caliper this. Now, I will tell you, I believe that this is not a, you know, this is a hand-stretched uh, maneuvered dough because my pieces of pizza did have slightly varying crust heights. But I will tell you that this is roughly one centimeter, which is about a half inch in height, as you see it here. Um, yes, TJ, hopefully you can see this here, the Fatterday calipers of measuring. So that's about how thick it is. Um, I don't have anything to measure the tensile strength of the crust itself, but I would say that this one might, uh, if you fold this thing, I think you're going to end up with some type of crazy calzone or possibly some topping droppage because there's a lot here. Also, the crust, in my opinion, is delicious. I love a good Neapolitan-style pizza crust. I like a good thin crust. I think all crusts are good, or most crusts are good, and some are better than others. I appreciate this one because it's just a little different. It's a New York, you know, Buffalo, New York-style crust. A little chewy. Um, it's tasty. I enjoyed eating it, and so that's, that's a good thing. It wasn't like, eh, the crust is an afterthought. No. It's delicious and did a good job standing up to the large number of toppings that I got on this pizza. So I appreciated it. And the sweet sauce combo with the meats and the crust, all in all, was a very good win for me. I would definitely go back just seeking this when I'm like, I want this type of pizza. Think um, think more trending, maybe like a, like a pubish style pizza, pub style pizza, something along those lines is, is where this would go. Uh, when I interviewed Matt Frampton, he was asking me questions about uh, this pizza because I had had it before. And he asked if the, uh, you know, was the, the edge of the crust, how was that? It was definitely more of a blonde uh, crust, not super dark. And unlike, say, a Detroit style with cheese, you know, going all the way to the edge, it did not. This has what we refer to on Saturday Omaha as a pizza grip. You can grab the pizza grip with your hands and not get toppings on them to pick up your pizza, possibly with a one finger on top and several on bottom maneuver. But with that, my pizza was delicious. TJ, you've got several pizzas, yeah? I got a passel of pizzas, three in all. The Pancho Bia, Billa, Bill A. Um, I'm going with Pancho Bia because it's more fun to say. I like it. A pepperoni and mushroom pizza, which is my standard. Um, if I'm going to evaluate, it's either going to be a pepperoni mushroom, or if I really want to get down to brass tacks, it'll be a margarita, the basil and mozzarella only type uh, pizza. But in this case, a pepperoni mushroom. And on the second visit, I tried the combo because it was one of the things I was debating on the first time. So I really wanted to have it. Uh, as Dave says, this crust stands up to a multitude of toppings. Your your overall base pizza, we kind of divide them into certain subtypes. And then as for quality, there's okay pizza. I, I don't think I've ever had a truly bad pizza. But there's okay pizza. There's good pizza. And there's pizza that reaches the pizza plateau. <gasps> a group of pizzas that are roughly equal to each other, but so different in style, it's nearly impossible to pick a genuine favorite. Uh, well, pizza is quite contentious in Omaha. Many people will fight for Frank's or La Casa or whatever your favorite happens to be. Uh, it's very much an apples to oranges comparison. So the questions will be, what type of pizza is this? Is it good? How good? Does it reach the pizza plateau? And what is it for exactly? Oh. As there are pizza niches to be filled in the 
pizza ecosystem. Oh, my. So this is definitely a multi-topping type pizza. Your La Casas, your Neapolitan styles uh, are things you want to go a little bit more sparing on, both because of the actual physical ability of the crust to hold weight and because overwhelming a crust of that type with a lot of toppings uh, just makes the flavor not as enjoyable. It doesn't work. This certainly holds up to a lot, as the combo proves. The combo, as constituted according to the menu, is raised pizza sauce, cheese, beef, pepperoni, sausage, green peppers, mushrooms, onions, and black olives. Some people might call that a supreme, though I don't know if that's a copyrighted term or not. Menu says, grab two shovels. I would say for the combo of the full size, I believe I got the 16-inch. It was either the 14 or the 16. The grab two shovels is reasonably accurate. This pizza was piled high with toppings. Uh, And they certainly did not, as with your uh, pizza logs, Dave, they did not skimp on the pepperoni. There was plenty of this. There were layers of this. Ooh. There was a lot of pepperoni, a lot of a lot of onion. Uh, they were generous with the sausage, the beef. Everything going on top of this was uh, put on with a heavy hand and on a crust that I believe can stand up to it. On others, this would have been a bad thing. On this one, it's a good thing they were cooked properly. Uh, frequently, if you over-topping a pizza, it will come out wet. This came out a nice texture. Uh, the marrying of cheese and toppings was done well. If you just want an everything pizza, the combo suits very well. Uh, As for my pepperoni mushroom, this was a little bit more light on the pepperoni. I noticed we were using a uh, modest, you know, small-ish to medium-sized pepperoni, which was properly crisp. Um, When we discuss bacon, There are different grades of bacon where it can be anywhere from limp to quote-unquote shatter bacon. I would like to introduce the term shatter pepperoni, which this was not. However, it was beginning to to go in that direction. It was a soft, sausage-y pepperoni in the middle with a little bit of crisp around the edges. I really do appreciate that. Uh, On the whole... This is more of a multi-topping pizza than a, uh, a moderate topping pizza. The two-topping, pepperoni and mushroom, was not as much to my taste. I did like the sauce. I did like the cheese. I did like the crust. However, this is better with a lot of things on it, which... In all fairness to Ray's, their menu reflects. You're not seeing, there is no margarita pizza here. Pretty much everything has a a fair-sized to, in the case of the combo, a very long list of toppings, and I believe that to be appropriate. You can you can put yourself in Ray's hands here, I do believe. There, there are many multi-topping pizzas. I've been places where that's a bad idea. Again, here it is a good one. So when I ordered my Pancho Bia, not really knowing what to expect, I'm not always a buffalo sauce on pizza kind of guy here. However, it is important to note that the balance is really good on the Pancho Bia. This one, whew. I like me a good combo slash supreme type pizza, but this one for me was the star of the show partially because I wasn't expecting it. First off, grilled chicken. Uh, sometimes that can be a little bit bland. In this case, partially because of the additional toppings, but in and of itself, it had a nice uh, kind of chew, a good mouthfeel to it. It was a, a robust, meaty chicken, and there was a lot of it. Nice. Like they covered this thing. They did not skimp on the protein. Excellent. The price-to-protein ratio, which I pay particular attention to, how you like all those peas right into my pop shield. Well done. Uh, was excellent. So the the value here was good. Uh, again, very robust, very heavy on the chicken. The buffalo sauce, not too heavy. Again, I hate a wet pizza. They made sure this was a good balance while still being saucy enough. That, in addition to, I think I got the blue cheese. Uh, the, the offerings on the Pancho Bia are ranch or blue, and I did not select one. I had a container on the side of ranch, and uh, that this seemed a bit more savory. And there again, the marrying of buffalo and rancher blue cheese, it's, it's a good thing. I like dipping my wings, my buffalo wings, in a ranch or a blue cheese sauce, however... Putting this many wet things on a pizza 
could have gone horribly wrong. But this was exactly right. The the moisture content, the overall texture, the way everything played with the cheese. Again, buffalo is a pretty vinegary sauce. So that uh, it could have all gone horribly awry. This was delicious. I will be ordering this again. I got an 8-inch poncho bia. Next time, I will probably get just the poncho bia and maybe get a large, maybe split it with a few friends. Um, I... I I dig this. I, I'm shocked at how happy I was with this very savory, very flavorful, very robust pizza. And I would frequently, when I'm eating out, I try and look for things where the, the protein to bread ratio is good. That's very hard to do with pizza. I would feel pretty good about this. On, I mean, obviously it's not a uh, a vegan high-fiber health food, but... In terms of the nutritional balance, I, I really like this. This works out very well. I have just given the topping summary. My recommend is certainly for the Pancho Bia. If you are looking for a Supreme-type pizza, the combo will make you happy, I do believe. The overall pizza, the crust. Um, a, a risen crust with a crumb. Dave, you've gone over, over sizing, uh, flavor... I noticed on my, my very first bite into my pepperoni mushroom after I had gone through the wings a definite yeasty wheatiness, which I didn't get in the, the larger number of topping pizzas. So I am glad for that reason that I ordered a, uh, a less topping-heavy pizza just so I could get a good analysis on the crust. It almost had, it makes sense, yeast and wheat, it almost had kind of a beer-like flavor to it. I would imagine that this would pair very well if you wanted to do something simple, like a cheese and a couple of toppings. Um, I didn't notice it as, as a possible topping. In fact, I'm looking right now, and I, I don't see such a thing. But, Ray's, if you're listening, throw me some fresh basil for this, because I could totally do a cheese and basil, a margarita-style pizza, even though this is a, a sweeter, heavier sauce and less conducive to that type. But I could totally do that style pizza and maybe get myself like a Boulevard Wheat, uh, a beer that would pair very nicely with this, and have that as maybe like a late lunch, early supper, something a little bit lighter, and that would go really very well. Uh, this, it's not absolutely blowing my mind as a unique you absolutely have to go out and get this crust type crust in and of itself however it's pretty darn good and uh, it's it's very enjoyable on it on its own it is a a kind of unique thing i'm gonna go here when i want a a fairly standard feeling uh again multi-topping pizza I, I'm not going to go for the same reasons I'd go to, say, a La Casa or Via Farina. But the crust is in and of itself good. Uh, the sauce, that thicker, sweeter sauce, I frequently want more sauce on my pizza. Ray's was generous with this. Again, without making the pizza wet, which I hate. I really do hate it. But this, this is thick enough that they can really put it on nice and heavy. You get that great tomato flavor. It's a very rich sauce. So between that and this robust crust, it's a nice kind of comfort food, I want pizza type of pizza. Also, travel is important in pizza. Most of the ones that I really like do not travel well, really at all. Um, La Casa is a weird exception because it, it kind of changes as it travels and becomes good in a different way. But... Most pizzas, especially the ones that I favor when they sit in the box for any length of time, degrade in quality pretty fast, especially since I'm a thin crust kind of guy. Yeah, Matt, Matt Frampton on our Food Recognized Food episode called out, it's like Neapolitan-style pizza is the worst for travel because it gets wet. Yep, they, they steam in the box. So you need a crust that will stand up to that process if you're going to take it. If your home is more than 10 minutes away from your pizza place, frequently that pizza is not going to come out the same as it went into that box. It's going to be a disappointing experience comparatively most of the time. Ray's 
might be pert near indestructible. Uh, when you first get that pizza, it's kind of soft in the middle, and it's got that, you know, like a like a baguette has that crust on the outside. Yeah, it really good, does. It's kind like of a crisp. smoother, crisp exterior. Yeah. It, it's kind of, I hate to say it this way because it's good fresh. We, we just went over that. It is very good fresh. But it's kind of engineered to sit in that box because as it sits, you don't totally lose... I, I think even after, because I microwaved some the next day, I think even after a microwave, it did get a little bit tougher in the microwave. But there was still a hint of that crispness to it. The The crumb still holds up. The texture is still pretty good. But after sitting in that box, you lose a little bit of the crispness and, you know, more the longer it sits there. But then it's still got a good chew to it. The exterior is still good, and there's still a very clear difference between interior and exterior. It's still pretty dang tasty. So in terms of uh, both the gathering at the sports bar or if you want to bring it home for the family, this is a good pizza for that. They, the the sports bar, the party, the game niche is where Ray's really shines. You know, good down-home kind of feel as far as pizza goes. This, this makes me happy in that way. Same thing with the wings. They travel a lot better than most. I, I do recommend it eat in. It is better eat in like pretty much everything else. Especially the but, first time you get a pizza. That's a big recommendation. Oh, yeah. Always the that, first time that's eat That's always in. your test. Yeah. Or if, but, you know, if there's COVID restrictions, take take it out to your car and just try some. <laughs> Quite so. The uh, the curbside, I believe we have, I, I believe direct in-car curbside dining, we have uh, have proven the merits of that uh, repeatedly over the last year. Yes. If, if I need to get a takeout pizza for a gathering right now, Ray's is going to be top of mind. Yeah, I have had it eat in and travel, and I would agree. It travels very nicely. I have a little bit of a distance from Ray's to my house, and it was delicious. Uh, I ate in. It was delicious. So that is that is good. Let's go ahead and take it over to our Frampton scale. The Frampton scale is the Saturday Omaha scale of epicness. And Sam would sum it up as... That scale that helps you decide where are those places when your family comes out of town or friends and somebody comes in from far off lands and you really want to show off some really unique eats, where would you take them? That is what this helps you with. Appearing anywhere on the scale is a good thing. We run from zero to five in half steps only, so much like a Michelin star for a restaurant, even a point five is a good thing. So I'm going to send it over to you, TJ, for the Frampton scale. Dave, I'm going to give Ray's a one on the Frampton scale. Once again, being anywhere on the Frampton scale is a very good thing. You did an excellent job. This is certainly a place I would recommend eating. Um, again, it's not its not just totally blown me away like some places would, but darn it, it's good. The flavor is there. The value for money is there. The indescribably indestructible pizza, darn it, is there. It's good pretty much no matter what state it's in. It makes me happy. It's robust. It's got that thick, sweet, rich sauce and plenty of it, which again is a big point of uh, importance for me on any pizza that I am getting. This place does make me happy. Even though I am not a sports bar guy, I would be happy to eat in. It is certainly a more comfortable space, in my opinion, than most sports bars are. The wings are properly prepared, and I agree with you on the I believe if I got a wet, charred wing that it would be pretty much perfectly to my taste. Uh, this hits... if. I, I think I said this already, but if this pizza doesn't hit the plateau, it's really darn close. It's a tasty pizza that I do want to get again. And that Pancho Bia was something special. There are other types. There's that, that buffalo chicken pizza uh, uh, archetype of pie exists in any number of places, but this is a very good version of it. I will certainly be getting it again. I will be going back to Ray's. I... I, I'm happy here. This fills a niche for me, and I feel it deserves to be on the Frampton scale. Dave, what did you think I, overall I am, of Ray's? I am glad of your summary, TJ. I am going to go ahead and give it a one as well. Uh, of course, again, much like a Michelin star, appearing anywhere is a good thing. And I I, I was kind of thinking about this, and I'm really glad that you you gave some extra detail here, because here's the thing. 
you had asked about pizza. And I thought about this pizza as a, a pizza you had not had yet. And I think I would definitely crave this particular pizza from time to time. When I am looking for, you said, a multi-topping, you know, just hearty pizza, this fits a really good niche or niche, depending. They're just perfectly. Tons of toppings, a sweet sauce, a quality crust that's a little bit different. It's really good. And then you have the raised wings that are there. Like I said, I really myself, I need to go back and try them in the charred and wet configuration. Um, any, you know, ordering missteps are, are on me due to the different check boxes on the menu. So I really want to go back and try that. But I would crave this pizza again. I, I have this piece sitting next to me that we measured with the Fatterday Omaha official caliper of food measurement. And I'm thinking about eating this pizza again. And that means that it is a good thing and needs to be there. And it fits a good niche. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for that sports bar environment where you want to get some wings and pizza and beer, I think this is a quality location to do just those things. And having had the pizza, uh, you know, with its travel distance, it just holds up well and, and fits that kind of pub pizza multi-topping space very, very nicely where I start thinking about places like like Varsity or something like that, you know, even though Varsity is a, a very different pizza. But if I want kind of that, that, you know, I want something with some heft to it. This pizza is a meal. You get those big slices. You eat, you know, like three of the, if you got a medium and you eat three of those, that's a lot of food. And it's delicious and it's enjoyable to eat. And everybody out there, if you're looking for that style of pizza, should definitely go try this because I think you'll be very happy. TJ, anything else yeah. you'd like to add? I'm, I'm going to say two things. One, on the this pizza is a meal description, thank you for that. Yes, as someone who can frequently put down a large by myself, I wouldn't dare. Like, it's it's a lot of food. And again, that, that value for money proposition is, is quite good here. That is fulfilled. They do an excellent job and a superior job in that niche, and I, I think... I think it's great, and I think people should go here and check it out because I know I really enjoyed my pizza. I would like to go try a different wing configuration, but I will be craving that pizza again. It will happen, and, and it's going to happen, and it sounds delicious right now. Uh, so. it, it, I was going to say it's kind of happening right now for me. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing that poncho be on the menu oh. as we speak. Well, with, with that, we better better wrap it up, I guess. So whatever happens, whether that's TJ uh, making tracks to go over to, to Ray's to get more pizza or, or whatever, uh, I guess let's uh, go ahead and sign off then like we do, TJ. And I would typically say, I'm Dave. And I'm TJ. And uh, we are Fatterday Omaha. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to listen to us. So until we eat again, please share us with somebody who's hungry. Bye-bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Bone in boneless, sauced and dry rub.